Coffee to Go, where we center ourselves in the seasons and holy days of the Christian tradition. I'm Karen Peter here with Blake Smith, and we are so happy you're with us on the journey. So today we're going to talk about All Saints Day. That is November 1st. It's one of those holy days that actually has a date that it falls on every year. And it's a day where we remember the saints and I put a slash disciple. So let's say we remember the saints slash disciples who have come before us and had a positive effect on us, or they meant a great deal to us, but they're now, uh, they've passed away and gone into God's eternal reign. Often on All Saints Days, you will be in a congregation or a group or in a family where they read the names of everyone in that congregation or group or family that has passed on during, during the year. And then they tell stories uh, about that person, which is always a really lovely way to celebrate um, All Saints. But there's more to it than that. Blake, um, let's talk about the day before All Saints Day. The Day of the Dead. And what is the Day of the Dead? Yeah. So the day before All Saints, um, it's connected to All Saints in the sense that in some traditions in um, in the United States, in our traditions, a lot of our Halloween traditions come out of England and uh, the UK and even some from Europe. But that's Halloween. And that's the 31st of October, which is, yay! you know, it starts in the grocery store with the pumpkins that come out in August, I think. But Halloween was the hallowed eve or the holy evening before the feast day, which is All Saints Day. And that's kind of the tradition where where Halloween is, but there's all kinds of <laughs> kinds of wonderful pagan things that Christianity borrowed along the way, and Halloween has a few of those uh, as well. And that's where we get ghosts and ghoulies and some of those fun things that happen. But truly, it's the evening that the spirits are kind of unsettled as they prepare for All Saints Day. And the Day of the Dead comes out of uh, Mexico, Latin America, and that's the tradition of honoring one's ancestors that have passed on, which is completely connected to this whole idea of Hallowed Eve um, and All Saints, that we give honor and remember the people who participated and passed on. And it seems like most cultures and most world faiths have something in them at some point in in the cycle of the of the journey of faith where this takes place where there's an honoring of this i know that in Taoist um temples that i used to visit in san francisco you could go in and uh, purchase papers to burn as an offering to those that have gone before and um when you go into a cemetery where there are people of Jewish descent who have been interred there, you will often see small stones on the memorial headstone. Because when you go to visit your loved one who's passed on, you put a stone, a small pebble on the headstone to show that you were there to like honor or remember. And in Christianity, we have Jesus saying at the Last Supper, of course, remember me when you do these things, when you eat and drink and gather. Um, remember me. So Halloween, Day of the Dead, All Saints, all connected, all 
a way to remember. And a, and a great way to connect because, um, well, we hear All Saints Day, and we'll talk a little bit about this. And and what is a saint? Um, yeah. And 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 so being able to look back and honor uh, those who have gone before us is is really important. So, but we we also then look at Halloween, and and of course, in some particular Christian traditions, it's looked down upon because of its pagan beginnings in um, or perceived that way. And yet there's a there's just an incredible value, as you mentioned, that there are so many cultures who truly value their ancestors, those who've gone before. We talk about in Christianity, the cloud of witnesses that have gone before. And so to take this time and honor that and see the positive in it, I think, is really good for us. Absolutely. So it's one of my favorite um, days in the Christian calendar is All Saints Day for that very reason. That is the idea that we build on what has come before and um, in community of Christ, particularly because we do remember those people who have gone before and we spend time here on Project Zion talking about people who've gone before. So, yes, all good things here to remember for all saints. So in case I forget to say it at the end or Blake, in case you forget to say it when you sign off, that this is a. This is a happy All Saints Day as opposed to a happy Halloween message. (laughs) (laughs) So we're in All Saints Day as far as the Christian calendar, which gives us kind of um, a warning that the end of the Christian cycle is coming. And we're soon to begin again in Advent. We have just a few Sundays before that happens. And so in our journey with Jesus, we have to look at where is Jesus this week, knowing that when the liturgical calendar and lectionary was put together, people, um, it was intentional that things start to really build at this time scripturally as we get towards the end of, of the calendar year. So Jesus this week is on the side of a mountain because we're in Matthew. Um, the same passage, if we were in Luke, he'd be out in a level field, but <laughs> right. we're in Matthew. So he's on the side of a mountain and he's teaching what it is to be a person of God, a disciple, a saint. So let's listen in. All right. Well, our scripture today comes from the Gospel of Matthew. As you said, it's the fifth chapter, the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, and it is the first through the twelfth verse. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is 
quite a list. And I uh, I realize even as I I read this, um, when when we when we take it phrase by phrase, blessed are the poor in spirit. I mean, this is not um, a future thing. This is not, this is, you will be blessed if you do this. This is people living in those circumstances, living out those ways, which are God's ways, and they are blessed because of it. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy. I mean, we, we hear persecution, um, the need for mercy, the need for comfort, those who are mourning, um, but it is a word of blessing. Um to those who are suffering, to, to victims, to those who are oppressed. Um, so Blake, you said and, something that I want to know if you'll talk a little bit more before, um, before we go any further. You said it doesn't mean it will be easy. So when we hear, Oh, God just blessed me today. We use that as if, um, blessed means something good happened. But what you're saying is that's not. Always the case uh, to be blessed doesn't mean God threw you a bunch of money or God, you know, made your sickness go away or whatever the way we take it currently. Right, right. So for me, the way I understand this is blessing comes in the knowledge that we are walking in the way of God and that God's preferred future will come about at some point that it involves faith and hope and expectation um, it's not about immediate um, gratification and response, but the blessing of knowing that you are in relationship with God and walking in God's ways. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So it brings up some some interesting things, especially today as as we're um, talking about All Saints Day, and we think back again about those who have gone before us who have walked in these roles. Sometimes we think of saints as those who have been high and lifted up and they've done X number of things and they're holy and righteous and all that. And this is, again, real people engaged in real life, struggling, mourning, being persecuted, etc., but doing their best to walk in God's ways. And so it's not about necessarily being holy and devout to be a saint. But living these ways, these beatitudes, um, that's what leads to sainthood, right? Um, so, and it's not about being perfect, but about being eager to know what is right and to do what is right. It, it comes with, um, it comes with a deep caring for all of the world. And, and how things affect. I mean, one might go as deep as saying, even what I eat for dinner tonight, how does that affect the world? How did it get here? How, you know, and so we don't often think as deeply like that, but sainthood includes that deep care and concern, um, for others, um, to be caring and to forgive, uh, from a place of a pure motive. Um, not for what it will bring for me or what is my right to have, but um, how my actions and the actions of those um, I influence and engage with affect the world. So I, so some questions that come out of that, out of that 
for me um, would be to think about who has influenced you in your life, in your spiritual journey, mm-hmm. who's been a positive influence, who has exhibited those deep, pure, caring moments, not out of, again, what will it get for me, but um, but out of a uh, out of a deep concern, who whose life has influenced you in your spiritual journey in those ways, and what saints in this larger term of saints, not not the ones that have been canonized, um, but the ones that we would remember who have who have touched our lives, uh, which ones have you tried to emulate, and and why? Even saying what was it about them that said this is what. I want to model my life after. Um, And then I think we need to think about because all of these ways of God are about humility and integrity and hopefulness. We need to think about how are we walking in those ways in our life today and this week? So it's really helpful, Blake, I think to hear the Beatitudes in that way of this is really a way to live. Um, (laughs) <laughs> a saintly way to live a saint in the sense of yeah. discipleship, but I kind of like the same, you know, uh, piece of it. And the idea that somehow when we begin to think and live in this way, that the Beatitudes lay out for us, that we, um, we too become uh, saintly in the sense that we are becoming uh, more deeply committed to discipleship. And there'll be somebody who will look back perhaps someday and Think about the ways we led our lives and perhaps influence them in ways we may or may not have known. Uh, responsibility as well as um, an interesting, <laughs> way, yes. interesting way to look at, at sainthood. So I was thinking about how we can experience kind of this, um, not just the scripture, but where we are today in All Saints Day. And one of the things I was thinking is that we could make a list of either family members or people who we would identify as like personal saints, whether from our own movement in community of Christ, our own, uh, our own walk, but identify one thing in each of their lives that you or another family member is trying to be like, or that influences you. For example, if I'm a family sitting around the table, I could go around and I would name one thing about each person around the table um, that I think is is really um, worth emulating, is really worth adopting into my own life. Or if it's a group of friends, you could do the same thing. Or in a congregation, you could break into groups and do the same thing. And um, and you could talk about why you want to adopt that, why you want to be like that, or why that influences you. So you're you know, uh, interested in experiencing all saints, give that a shot. Yeah, yeah. And I also came to mind as I was thinking about this. I remember hearing a pastor talking about, you mentioned earlier, Karen, about coming to worship and telling the stories. Um, And I remember hearing a pastor talk about the way their congregation celebrated All Saints Day and that each person brings an item that reminds them of, maybe it's a personal item from that person they emulate, or something that reminds them of that person. And they create an altar. Uh, they put wow. those items on the altar for the worship, and that becomes their worship center. 
And I was thinking, you know, that's certainly something that a congregation could do, but even individually or as a family to bring an item to the table oh, yeah, and yeah. to help to share that story. I'm a very uh, visual person. So, you know, seeing that image or that item is really helpful for me as well. So, well, and I'm a person who um, really likes my snacks. So wouldn't it be fun to bring like, Everybody bring a recipe from someone from your uh-huh. family heritage. So, you know, bring your grandma's cookie recipe or or some and have a potluck, have an All Saints potluck uh, meal. Yes. Everybody brings. Chances, chances are most of us have some recipe from some favorite recipe. From Absolutely. Grandma or something, right. Although Absolutely. my grandma, when she would put together a recipe, she'd say, well, I don't know. I put a pinch of this in a little bit of that. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. You're just bringing the dish. You're just bringing, you're just bringing the food. But yeah, there's lots of ways to do that kind of remembering, honoring, um, aspect of All Saints. So do we have a blessing for All Saints Day? Indeed we do. And today it comes from, uh, a blessing by Ariane Breathwaite Lynn. We think of parents, grandparents, partners, wives, husbands, sisters, brothers, Teachers, colleagues, neighbors, friends, some of them did seem pretty unlikely characters to be our saints. But the more we live, the more we realize that's pretty special to you and your choosing. We are grateful for these quirky, lovely individuals who have gone before us, but whose lights still shine, bringing warmth and illumination to our journey. Amen. So thanks for joining us this week here at Coffee to Go. We invite you to join us again next week for the next part of our journey through the liturgical seasons and holy days of the Christian tradition. 